Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And, and this, this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I know. That was mine. Hi, 50 ishers. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome to another episode of Don't Give a 50, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a 50 like us. So I just wanted to shout out to one of our 50 ish tribe. How do I pronounce this? Carnelian Projects. She's become a super supporter of ours. She engages and comments on all our posts on Instagram. So we just wanted to shout out and say a massive thank you to yeah, you. Thanks for your support. Please take the time to rate and review our podcast. It really does help enormously with the stats and helps other would-be 50-ishers find us. So keep them coming. Join the fun, ladies. Yeah, because we do have lots of fun. And thank you to those who have rated and reviewed so far. So Trish, today we had a great chat to Amanda Ramsey. We say this every week, but it's true because we get some 50 and awesome 50 issues. Oh my gosh, yes. I love Amanda's knowledge. She knows her craft. She is a multi-award winning professional makeup artist. She was the Australian Makeup Artist of the Year finalist in 2020 and she's won a shit ton of other awards as well. Oh gosh, yeah. She runs the Makeup Masterclass for Mature Skin and she's a real expert on makeup and skincare in women over 40. Her website includes how-to tutorials, which includes lessons on everything you can think of relating to makeup, including car makeup, quickie, I love that one, (laughs) easy day to night, beach bombshell, how to achieve a fresh summer glow. She is a 
staunch defender of pro-aging and yes. answering back to their unachievable concept of anti-aging. She's yes, just fabulous. But and so much knowledge for our age group and for our skins as they transition. Really. And she just got into so much specific detail with her <gasps> tips. So I and that just is think just everyone's going to love it. the tip of the iceberg, oh, I think, yeah. what she knows. It is because we chatted to her for about 20 minutes before we hit record and we've now had another 20 minutes, half an hour yeah. with her afterwards. And Still so many questions. Her knowledge is outstanding. She generously came into the studio here and chatted with us. So enjoy the really gorgeous and delightful Amanda Ramsey. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to Don't Give a 50. It is great to have you in here with us in the Gold Coast studio. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I know. This is our first turn in the Gold Coast mm, too. Yes. So it's all a bit exciting. Yeah, and it's so good to have you here in person with us. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here with both of you fun chicks. Yeah. Oh, we love <laughs> that for us. We do like to have fun. <laughs> we do. Like and we do like to laugh, that's for sure. But Amanda, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you became a makeup artist specialising in makeup for us midlife ladies? Mm. Us midlifers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, it's quite a big question to answer, but I'll have a crack. Good Go. girl. The, the, the short version. The short version, <laughs> the abridged version. I'll try. It's multifaceted, really. I'd been working as a professional makeup artist and I'd had my second child and I'd been working in the industry for about 10 years and I was all of a sudden a 40-year-old woman breastfeeding a baby mm. and I went on a photo shoot for one of the Pacific Magazine team that I worked with for many years. And it was the young model who said to me, what do you mean you're not on Instagram? <laughs> and I was like, who in the hell would be interested in my life? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Interesting thoughts. Yeah. Mm. So even with all the confidence I thought I had. I lost my way a little bit with second bub. And she's, oh my God, you need to be on there. This is ridiculous. So she sent me out with my Instagram account, bless her. <laughs> and that got me thinking about how I had, even though I was in the industry, lost my way a little bit about what have I got to offer? Mm -hmm. And coupled that with all of a sudden, I'd been a makeup artist for 10 years at this point. My girlfriend's started texting me or calling and going, I'm in blah, blah, retailer. What do I need? What do mm, I need? Yeah, what what do I get? Yes. And text messages, I'm in here and I'm looking at this and what do I need? Now, I've been doing this for 10 years. No one had really taken advantage of the fact that I had all the know-how. Mm. And I was thinking, what on earth is going on? Yep. So I pop my little fella in the pram and I go off to a beauty retailer and I walk in there and I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I felt, I get it. Oh, yes. I get it. I get why women are just suddenly texting me and calling me and oh, wondering yeah. who. Yeah, complete overwhelm when you walk in. Total overwhelm. Overwhelm. Also a bit invisible, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm bothering people, mm. asking my silly questions. Yeah. Mm. So it was that, I get it. I get why women just aren't, weren't being served. Oh. And feeling to be relevant or visible or important and there's also all this stuff. What the hell do I do with and it? And do I need serving it? you is 20 and has amazing skin, so doesn't get the complexities. How can she? Mm. No, she right. can't. Mm. And she might want to try. Anyway, 
that's another thing. And then the other thing that happened was then my ex-mother-in-law had said to me back in my 30s, so this seed was planted way before then when yep. my ex-mother-in-law said to me, she told me about her menopause story oh, yeah. and yep. the flooding and mm. blood mm. everywhere and having to call her husband to come and get her and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this story. I share mine, white jeans, getting my pedicure done in the valley. I got her had a denim jacket. Horrific. Mm. Mm. And it just, because my mother had a hysterectomy at 28, we hadn't had right. these conversations mm-hmm. and mum had been on HRT really young too Yeah, and we knew she was a bit of a maniac but that was <sighs> all we really knew. So when my ex-mother-in-law was telling me her story, it broke my heart into a thousand pieces, not only about the menopause itself but about how she now felt invisible. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm looked over. Yeah. And people will look over me to ask a question and I was yeah. like, what the hell? is this all about? So I was in my 30s then. So that seed Mm. was planted quite some time ago. So all those things culminated in me just going, I felt a really strong calling that this Mm. is what I'm supposed to do. I may not be the most amazing creative makeup artist, but this is my calling to help women. No one on my watch should ever feel invisible, irrelevant, not important and not freaking amazing. So... I got the confidence to just give it a go when I worked with a lot of producers and production managers and they're all like, okay, just show up on Facebook and do a Facebook Live. Just do it. Yeah. Mm. How'd that go? It went off. Yeah. It went absolutely nuts. Gangbusters. And bad lighting. I didn't. I was just (laughs) waffling away. Nobody cared. Everybody went nuts for it. I think they love it more when it's just real like that. Mm. What was it exactly that you were doing? I don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) We could scroll back on my face. It went off. That's all that matters. We could scroll back and have a look. It would have just been me doing my makeup, probably like for, it was super hot. I cut a vague memory of it. But we could go back. It's probably good now eight eight years ago that yeah. I did that. And that just gave me the, okay, that's enough market there is a research. Platform here. There's yeah. just like, women are desperate for it. So Sticking that's how, for it. Yeah. And that's how, so that's how I really got into it. And then I just thought, this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And for the last six years, I only work with women aged 40 plus. Yeah. Yeah. And I bloody love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And tell us what you love so much about it, working with women 40 plus. I think to, as a makeup artist anyway, there's a real nurturing side to the role. You're a bit of a mother hen when you're on set looking after talent, or sometimes it's a young model. So you've got that inherent want to nurture, care for, and look after Mm -hmm. your talent anyway. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was a bit of a gift I have. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And that for me, to be able to do that for a woman who may have gone through a separation, a divorce, her mm. kids have left home, she's an empty nester, she started to fade into the background and to be able to give her permission to just go, come on, love, yes. you've got this, step just... into the light. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even losing confidence, seeing new makeup trends and what worked for us in the 80s or when we were 20, whatever, and going, okay, this isn't what's happening now, but I quite, I don't quite know how to transition it. Yeah. Or you go, oh, 
and photos of yourself and this is what women feed back to me and they're like oh yeah I just don't quite like how I'm looking in photos or yeah. I don't quite yeah. feel great about how I look in photos mm. yeah mm. and I always use that analogy of if you love what is reflected back to you in the mirror you're going to have a little bit of an extra spring in your step and you're going to have a little bit of, yeah, I've got this kind of feeling. Mm. So it's not to say that you need makeup to feel beautiful, to feel confident. It's more that what makeup's transformative power has to just give you that little, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And if you want to wear it, you want to wear it right. Yeah, and feel great about what you're wearing and, and also be able to apply it in a way that you feel confident it's all about confidence. I think Perry and Menno, <laughs> those girlfriends have a lot to answer for, don't they? They really can knock us for six. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's do. such a gradual knock too because it's just chip, yeah, you chip, don't chip away. Yeah, you don't realise. What is happening to me? Why mm. do I feel like I'm falling apart? Yes. And then you get on the other side. I work with a lot of women in their 60s yep. who are well and truly on the other side, coming out the other side. And if they haven't had that support around them to give them that little lift and give them that little boost, I love watching that light that just goes back on inside yes. them. Yeah. That's such a little special gift. Oh, it's such a special gift. But yeah. I think you nailed it when you said that makeup has that transformative power and just that if you like what you're looking at, your reflection in the mirror, and it's not all about makeup, it might just be a little application or whatever, then you are going to have that spring in your step. And I totally agree with you that it does have a transformative power. If you are feeling better about yourself, then you are going to walk out into your day more empowered. And not only that, but you're radiating and when you radiate, other people, mm-hmm. they feed that back to mm. infectious. Yeah. It's infectious. Yeah. What is the most common challenges with midlife ladies? You've probably touched on that already, but what, oh. what are we all doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there is a long list. We are really mean to ourselves. Yes. yes. Yep. Um, In our heads, behind enemy lines, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. And there is a really long list. I think confidence is really numero uno. Mm. I think under eye bags and tend to give women a little bit of challenge, that sort of thinning of the delicate eye zone. So eyes, hooding of eyes. I think they'd be the top two. Uh, The third one is actually just getting foundation application a little bit wrong um, Mm. or choosing the wrong formula for your skin as it's changed. I'm going to bring Mm. this all back to me right now. Good, Trish. Mel and I, yeah, we're just going to have this as a private makeup consult for me now, ladies, so please enjoy. But as you were saying, things change. And recently, products that I've been using all the time, I've done some damage to the barrier of my skin. So I think that I was just getting a little bit overzealous with some sort of simmerum or something. Mm. And then I got a little bit of eczema on the eyelid. Mm -hmm. And then even the normal products I use were irritating Mm. my skin. So I've had to pair it right back. But then a week later, I've started transitioning to grey. So my brown hair has all been bleached out and but now what I'm finding is that the foundation I was using is not right. Well, oh. and I did some photos yesterday. I'm like, gosh, I just look really pale. Yeah. And yeah, so it's those constant changes to your skin, but also to your hair colour and everything that needs to be embraced. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why we notice 
the shift when we see photos of ourselves. Oh, I had a lady yesterday say, I saw a photo of myself on the weekend and I look really washed out. And that is a very common. Common, mm, yeah. That's yep. exactly, didn't we said that we, yesterday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then today I forgot my mascara, so I'm getting washed out again. <laughs> I think that you've got great, you've got specs. I say this a lot to ladies. If you're, if you feel like your eyes not as big and bright and they're more hooded, that's something then, I definitely noticed in the last six months. Well, likewise, like yeah. me too. I'm, I'm not oh going to this Have stuff you either. Seen those little things on Instagram. I haven't bought them yet, but I've been very close. They're like these little silicone bits that go on the top of your eyelid and are meant to push your hood back. Oh my god! No. Can we just scam? Not? Scam? Thank no, you. I, I think the tapes. Is it? Like yeah, a tape. I think it's like a tape. So yeah. the sort of Japanese Asian community have been using them since the dawn of time okay. to right. create a eyelid like yeah, a, right. because the, right. they have more of a generally like a monolid we call monolid mm-hmm. and as your eye starts to hood you tend to that's what's happening so those little tapes are to create a crease can we just not yeah can we just embrace the change yeah and what I was going to say is if you are a specs wearer get some fun specs like there are other things you can do to change that up and have a little bit of fun. Specs yeah. as in glasses. Glasses, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're a four-eyed like myself, all three oh, of us yeah. here today, <laughs> yes. and you've got your huge pair, yeah, yeah, get a fun pair mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. that brings a bit of personality. It brings instant attention to your the eyes. The lady that I travel with sometimes, we go on some trips and I just, I want to be her when I grow up. She is fabulous and she has the most divine collection mm. of glasses. It must cost her a fortune, but she's got the orange and the white and the bright pink mm. and just really bold, of different frames and just adore them. Amanda, I would think, though, that when you were talking about let's avoid, though, tapes, I've mm. never seen them, but <laughs> you need to spend a bit more time in the depth dark. Oh, that I go to on Instagram. <laughs> oh, you know, Trish, you find all the shit, don't you? You find I'm very all the busy. Stuff. Yeah, I'm searching. <laughs> just but, on, mm-hmm. sorry, just on that. Yeah, I think this is what happens though. We're scrolling and we go down the rabbit hole, mm. and it's fun to watch beauty and makeup and skincare videos. It's fun. It's great escapism. And I can't tell you how many ladies will line up when I do a personal beauty consult with them, and they'll show me all their stuff, and I'm like, "You've oh gone gosh. down the rabbit hole. Yes, got that's so much not stuff. for you. That doesn't work for you. Yep. Like you can get so sucked into yeah. the yes. newest, Guilty. latest." The vortex. Funnest. Viral. Oh my God, this has gone viral. I need that. Yes, that's what happens. And I think we've just got to resist a little bit that temptation because it's not always a one-size-fits-all scenario. Hmm. So with the tapes that we're avoiding, like the plague, 50 issues, what would be, but we are getting that hooding, so what would be a trick that you could use in terms of application? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't wear yeah. glasses okay. day to day. So, what, yeah, what can we do? Tip or a trick? Okay. Yeah. So, listen, if you want to do the tapes, by all means, do them. Mm. I don't like rules. I'm just saying mm. that don't ever feel like you need to do that stuff. I watched another video the other day where they use the toupee tape to stretch the skin so that it looks firmer and tauter. And I'm just, I have such a moral issue with that. Yeah. We mm. just don't mm. need to be fed any more bullshit. Yeah. As women our age that there's something wrong yes. with that, that we've yeah. got a little bit of jowlage, we've got a little bit of crinkle, wrinkle yeah. and a bit of hooding, right? We don't need. So if we're not wearing specs, 
Well, look, it's quite hard to describe in a podcast, but I would yeah. say come and do my online makeup masterclass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to learn the tips and tricks yeah. for yeah. lifting hooded eyes. And it okay. is often just a really simple tweak to mm. what you're currently doing. And my top tip would be do your under eye line first. If you look at yourself in the mirror, your under eye line is upturned, your top eye line is downturned. So if you're always lining or doing your eyeshadow on the top first, you're always coming to that outer corner and accentuating the downturn of yes. your eyes. Okay. Okay. So instead, yep. start at the bottom underneath, whether you want a smoky eye or not, it doesn't matter. Just start at the bottom, put a tiny little bit and use that lower lash line to give you that little kick and lift uh, in the outer uh, corner. Okay. And so you don't start from the middle, you just start from corner. just outer corner. Even and you if, do Yeah, all you do is that tiny little bit in the outer yep. corner and kick. Ah, and kick it's it. and you're using eyeshadow or are you using a pencil? Either. Okay. Start okay. with eyeshadow. I think yep. from a confidence perspective, mm-hmm. start with a little bit of shadow. Bronzers are great for this. Yeah. Yep. Bronzer is such a great tool for your eyes. It's a universally flattering kind of shade generally. Yes. Yep. So a little bit of bronzer underneath, even if you're just creating that tiny bit of shadow, that tiny bit of kick into that outer corner. I love that. I do. Because That's what I'm finding really difficult lately mm. is because I am needing glasses that when I do try and do my eyeliner, I can't see. Yes. And then because the lid, the eyelids are a little bit hooded and a bit mm. heavier and then you're trying to do the same eyeliner as you do when you have to lift the skin up <laughs> to get rid of the crinkles and then yeah. your wings are all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only laughing because you know, I, yes. well, we're all the same. Yes. I'm living it. Like, oh, God, those wings aren't just what they used to be, darling. Yeah, I used to be able yeah. to do a wing quite nicely. Now they're all over the shop. Start with the lower lash line yes. and do your wing, your kick from the, the lower. outer corner of the lower I lash haven't line. done a kick for years. Except for a dancing kick. I've seen get... you do some dancing kicks. And I'd struggle now because my <laughs> hamstrings are always so tight. But anyway, I'd... <laughs> Oh, my God, we've got some issues. We have got so many issues. I stretch them every day too. They still seem to be tight. But are you planning to fess your orders? Oh, no. We've discussed that for a while, have we? No, can we, can we not? But thank mm. you because I'm going to give that a whirl. Yeah. Give that a whirl. Mm. And the other thing is your shimmery shadow days are far from over. I get yeah. mad, mad when I see makeup artists talking about, hey, you got to wear matte when you're over 40. Oh, fuck that. Good girl. Do you know what I, I mean? Love a bit of shimmer. Yeah, I love a bit of shimmer too. And mm-hmm. why shouldn't we be able to have a bit of shimmer and play playfulness? Yes, that's okay. right. But what you want to do is just pop that in the inner corners of your eyes. When you put your shimmer in those inner corners of your eyes, it just gives that little bit of sparkle and brightness like you've done today in yes. the inner corners of your eyes. Yes, but I have a confession to make. It's blush and I use my finger. Great. <laughs> Nothing I wrong with it that. out and go... <laughs> It's, but I love blush on it, eyes. I encourage you, all well, the ladies to Oh, do you do? Okay. Eyes. There you go. Yeah, but I love the colour and it does have that bit of shimmer. Bit so of thank shimmer. You, Amanda. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, really pretty. I think blush mm. is a really underrated product for us midlifers. It looks stunning on eyes and it's just a really nice alternative to our browns. I think we can get a little bit stuck in the brown zone yeah. and be a little flattening. Yep. Nothing wrong with it. It just can get a little bit flat and a little bit boring. Yeah. So blush, peaches, pinks really help to freshen up and modernise mm. your makeup. Do you feel that as our skin changes 
sometimes you can get like a, a more ready complexion. So then people tend to go away from those pinks thinking that potentially is that adding to them. Is that mm. common? I think the menopause and what you touched on earlier about you've been o- overzealous with some sort of acid or st- yeah. astringent toner or something your, isn't it? in your life and so your mantle's really compromised. And a lot, I would say, and this is just a qualitative stat, okay? Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I did 20 personal beauty consults in a week, 17 of those would have rosacea or some form of redness and inflammation. That yep. they didn't use to. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it bothers me because it's clearly a little bit of an epidemic in our age group. And why is that? Anyway, I'm not qualified to say why that is. Yeah, I can let you know what mine is. It's too much time spent on the Instagram looking at different serums and different people thinking, oh, maybe I'll give that a whirl. And then it's just too much. See, I'm too fearful because I know I'd have a reaction. Yeah. So I don't go. I don't yeah. go there. But it's risky. But it no. Be, no, risk averse when it comes to things like that. But it can mm. also be something you did back in your youth. Yes, <laughs> I did a lot of silly stuff in my youth, like putting yeah, baby bake. oil on my face. <laughs> yeah, because I need to accelerate your tanning process. Your tanning process. Yes, <laughs> carrot oil. I used to, when I went travelling in Europe back in my twenties. Carrot oil. Carrot oh, oil. It made you look. Like a carrot, like a carrot and golden. Tanned. Yeah, forget yeah. the bronzer. And being fair and freckly like me, I thought it was the best oh, thing yeah. ever. Mm. Probably factor four and diabolical. Yeah. And I'm paying the price now. I've lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Oh, redness. That's rosacea. Perry. Hello. Hello. She's forgotten where she was. <laughs> Rosé, redness, inflammation, redness. And I guess through menopause too, so much is going on, perimenopause. Um, our skin just does become more sensitised and more sensitive. It's hotter, mm, so therefore mm. it does look redder. Yep. And your skin is thinning as well. So, mm. yes, all of those things are absolutely what happens. I also think that our complexion, melan- I always say this wrong, melanin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 As opposed to Mel- melatonin. Yeah, as opposed yes. to melatonin. Yeah. Melanin tends to clump. So it's like the melanin is moving around your face and clumping, and that's when you get those what they call age spots or those clumps of pigmentation. Mm. So that means that your skin is looking a little more translucent. So, yes, it's very common to feel like you're getting a little pinker and a little redder, Mm. for sure. And your hair colour's generally changing a little bit too. Mm. We change our fashion throughout the chapters of our Mm -hmm. life we just want to embrace the same for our makeup and change up some of the colours that you're using, yep. the products that you're using. What you were using in your 20s yep. is 99% probably oh not the yep. right the thing The Shiseido clag. Remember oh. the powdery foundation? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God, Max Factor Pancake. Clag that on. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love a bit of pancake. That no, do we finish there? <laughs> no. That powdery flat matte. Mm, yeah, yeah is no longer serving you. Yeah. I think I've told this story before, but we I'd get that the Shiseido, it was like a foundation with the, and it was in the compact with the makeup, and then I'd go out on a weekend and I'd put it in my handbag and drop it on the dance floor or whatnot, then <laughs> wake up and it smashed. I don't know how many of those I went through. <laughs> anyway. I'm quite unsurprised, Trish. But it's still yeah. very common amongst our age group and older to still use a powder foundation. And I think that's one really simple, quick way of bringing your makeup to 
now yeah. is to switch that out. Yeah. Like try and give a lightweight, light-reflecting liquid foundation or BB cream or tinted moisturiser a whirl. Yeah, And good. another really nice thing to try if it's a departure for you is to try mixing a little bit of your lightweight moisturiser with your favourite foundation and create your own BB oh, cream. Yes. Yeah, yep. Because I think this is where the less is more vibe co- actually comes from. Mm, I think yep. it actually doesn't mean just because you're a midlifer you're not allowed to do a smoky eye. That is bollocks. Yeah. Or that you should wear less makeup. It's more about the amount of product you're going to lay onto your skin because you've got a lot more texture. Okay, texture and makeup, they're not great mates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and texture, you can't hide texture. You can't keep packing it on to hide crinkles and wrinkles. In yep. fact, it's just going to sit in those yeah, areas yeah, yeah, yeah. and amplify yeah. and accentuate. Yeah. yeah. So try a lighter weight liquid or mix your favourite creamy moisturising foundation with a little bit of lightweight moisturiser. Make your own cream. Experiment. Yeah. Amanda, I'm interested. You mentioned the powdery foundations obviously aren't for us, but I've noticed a lot of trends with the setting powders, like your Lizzo's and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fully on the gram doll. I know I'm not. I'm on Lizzo. <laughs> I know what Lizzo's doing. Great. I'm all over Harry. Was all, with Harry. Oh, no. Listen. Not that I'm trying to keep up with the young kids or anything. <laughs> Trish, I was just showing my son yesterday. I have got some sort of maybe slightly unhealthy 50-year-old Are you talking about Harry? Harry Styles. Oh, my God. You're not alone. And so he is just in my Feed. Oh, no, no, but the funny thing is we were talking to someone about algorithms and how you should watch what you are looking at because it will affect your feed. And Mel's going, you know what, I just don't understand it because I have all of this Harry Styles coming up in my feed. It's because I go onto our Don't Give a 50 Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all infiltrating her Harry. feed now. Mm. Mm. It's just a lovely boy. I'm it's not like, boy. it's not like a... no. <laughs> Inappropriate. Asexual, to something. I asexual. just think. Oh, don't even say that. <laughs> it's just, just a great kid. He is a kid. Yeah, but a child. Just, yeah. It's just charisma. I saw yes. someone yeah. the other day talking about him and going, I, they should come with a warning, the concerts, because I just was not a Harry Styles fan, didn't necessarily like his music, went along to this concert, and now you just can't help but like the kid. Now I'm obsessed. I'm listening to his music. (laughs) Have you ever seen anyone have so much fun on stage? Yeah. Yeah. Lucky him. Yeah, but look, we've got so much we can learn from that as midlifers. It's joyfulness, isn't it? Mm. He brings so much joy. He looks like he is having the best time ever. Gives everything 100%. And we need to bring that inner child playfulness, fun and joy back to our everyday too, right? Yeah. That's why the Harry Rabbit hot. (laughs) (laughs) He does wear pearls very well. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And a sequin jumpsuit. And he's hot. Yeah. So let's just put that out there. We're going to back it up after this break and we're going to circle back to setting powders. So, 50s tribe, let us tell you about one of our little favourite shopping haunts. Sweet Charlotte Studio. So they have two standalone stores on the Sunshine Coast. However, they have a really large online store and this is important for all our 50-ishers who don't live on the sunny coast yes, and can't access. Like me. If you live remote <laughs> like me, it's very handy. 
The website itself is so easy to navigate and you may even recognise some of the models when you go on there. Yes, because Trish and I are on there quite (laughs) a lot, which is just an absolute thrill to do that. So yeah, if you jump online, you will see us. Staff are super helpful. So if you are shopping online, you can always give them a call or reach out. Also, they have heaps of natural fibres, linens and silks and gorgeous relaxed styles that I absolutely love. Visit their website, sweetcharlottestudio.com.au to get 10 percent off your first order enter the code dgaf10 that's dgaf in capitals 10 hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We started that rabbit hole discussion about Lizzo and Harry about mm. <laughs> this setting powder trend that yeah. seems to be doing the rounds. Mm. Tell us. Okay. Is it not for us? I'm personally not a fan. I don't even I, know what it is. I think kind of like um, a loose powder, but fancied up called setting powder. For oh, the that new you generation. put it on over the top of your to set to your make. Okay, yes. I, now I know. Yes, we, which we all back did, in the day. Right? Yeah, we all did in yes. the eighties with our flat and nineties and stuff. Yep, yep, I did it. Pale faces mm-hmm. of the nineties. Yep, and setting powders have come a long way. They are not the formulas that they were back in the nineties and eighties. But I would encourage women to. Not always feel like you need to reach for it because yeah. any powder is going to is going to cling to any dryness that you might have, and with age and that drop in estrogen, our skin is drying out. Right, mm. we, our skin is getting drier. So if you had a really oily skin as a younger woman, you'll find that your oil control is a lot more e- easier to manage. If you had dry skin, mm. poor you, love, yeah. because yeah. it's just getting drier. Yeah. So setting powder, just can we just say that use it sparingly and use it only where you feel like when you look in the mirror, you've got some excess shine that you want to blot. And that tends to be, think of setting powder more as blotting shine, perhaps through the T-zone. But if you have crinkles and wrinkles around your eye area, like the three of us, not so much, okay? But there are plenty of women out there that do have, it can be a genetic situation, I'd say no to powder. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because when I had the mm. skin reaction the other week, my eyes mm. completely swelled up, and then after it for a while, I, the wrinkles and bags under my eyes were quite significant. But they're starting to settle down again now. But it's interesting because I always thought that setting powder is meant to give you the airbrush look, but that's clearly not for our skin. Oh, I think it gives us the opposite of the airbrush. Well, look, I doesn't do because <laughs> I've tried it. I've tried a few different brands. I'll have you know. Yeah. I just had the wrong brand. That was what was going on. 
And it's, look, it's real, there are definitely, when I'm doing a professional job for a photo shoot or a commercial, sure, I will use a little bit of setting yeah. powder to blot down shine, but I would encourage women to maybe try a setting spray instead. Yeah. And really, if you have very dry skin, just yeah. avoid it. Avoid yeah. it. Leave it alone. Mm. And come and do the online makeup masterclass yes. for over 40s. What a great yeah, so, idea yeah, to just go us. and have fun mm. in that, like I could imagine, an environment. This is an online course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but still even yeah. in that environment, yeah. Yeah. you've just got other people going, yep, no, yep, no. It's like when you go shopping with someone mm. and just having them go, yep, no, yep, no, just gives you that extra bit of confidence. Mm. Absolutely. So, sometimes. so tell yeah. us about your masterclasses. So the online makeup masterclass is 25 bite-sized, snack-sized video tutorials that take you through step-by-step step and help you, Trish as well, <laughs> really get to know which products are going to work for you and suit you. And we go through a little bit of colour theory as well so you'll understand which colours are going to flatter and enhance your skin tone, your eye colour. So every video is broken down into bite-sized, step-by-step. Pause, rewind, rewatch, so you can really master the skills yourself. Yep. With the support of me. It's like having me on tap 24-7 as much as you want. How was that? But they're not live. I'm there. No. Okay. But 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 it's like we're in the room together. Okay. It's just that there's a screen between us. And then Mm -hmm. I've got the private Facebook group. So you can come into the private Facebook group, pop up a question if you've got one, and I do the fortnightly live in there as well where the girls can ask questions that might be having challenges with. Everyone's really supportive. It's an amazing community as well. Mm. It's just a nice place to hang out and fun and talk about product. So it arms you not only with the skills to know know what's right for you and how to apply it but you'll never walk into or scroll Instagram again and buy something waste your money on something that's yes, no longer going to suit you. because you're having the conversation about products with people that are in the same age group as you with the same skin issues as you. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely. Mm, mm. And I can't tell you how many foundations I've bought in the last 12 months. Yeah, I've right. been using the same one for. Mm, don't surprise me. <laughs> what works for you? <laughs> I'm I guess gonna... that's it. That mm. just that I have tested and tried gazillions in the twenty years as a professional makeup mm-hmm. artist. Mm. So I've really fine tuned what works. Do really you have a well. fave, or is that not a question we should ask a makeup artist? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to retract that. <laughs> of course, I have my favourite children. But there's, yeah. there's always... But we yeah. can't talk about them because that's just not appropriate. <laughs> but also, what your favourite might not work for me either. So that's the thing. Yeah, very much around arming you with the knowledge about understanding your skin type as well so that you choose products that are right for you and right for your skin type. Mm. And I also know so many women go and watch and scroll the Instagrams and the YouTubes and can find all the information and go down a rabbit hole but will still say to me, I don't know how to apply it. What do I do with this stuff? I go into a retailer and like... I've got come home with all this gear and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So mm, yep. the course really arms you with those skills to do it yourself and take you from makeup overwhelm to makeup confidence yeah. as well. Because the whole thing, isn't it? Do I apply this with my fingers? Do I do it with the sponge? Do I do it with the brush? Like which one works for which product? Absolutely. All that stuff. So yeah. everything from prepping your skin really well for makeup, because that is the secret to mm-hmm. longer lasting, better looking makeup is how you prep your skin first. And so many ladies aren't doing it. Mm. I pop on a bit of moisturiser, therefore I've 
I've moisturised my skin and then I put my makeup on and it's not lasting and it looks Mm. terrible. Mm -hmm. Back up and let's talk about your skin prep. So that's in the course as well. Mm. Um, How do I stop my black from going down my face throughout the day? All of that sort of stuff. All of that sort of stuff. Why do I look like Alice Cooper at 5 p.m.? No, you used to look like Alice Cooper at about 3 in the morning at Tropo's (laughs) Nightclub or Fridays. It's a little bit nasty, a little bit finger pointing right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that, where are we young, We're on the Sunshine Coast. We're on the Sunshine Coast, being the very galaxy. In our, huh? the, the galaxy. galaxy. <laughs> yeah. And Trish would, I don't know, we'd lose each like other. Trish would. And then, <laughs> and then she'd find you, me. You did plenty as well. I did, but I just remember you coming to me on more than one occasion with the mascara. <laughs> oh, gosh. Haven't we? What all? about Alice the red, Cooper, I've done it. What about the red lipstick? If you had a little cheeky little pash and you might have got that smudged <laughs> on your face. No, I didn't do anything. I didn't know. It wasn't me. What do you mean? I haven't been anywhere with anyone. It's clear, strong evidence that you have. That, that was a conversation that I had with Mel because it wasn't me. It was her. <laughs> a Recently. Long, a long time ago, Amanda, a long time ago mm, in my 20s. I may be projecting, but anyway. <laughs> so where were we up to? Oh, uh, makeup prep. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about skincare prep because yeah. it's yeah, it's really crucial. It really is. And I know my industry, the beauty industry, has done a stellar job of confusing the shit out of everybody. Haven't they just? And making it feel so overwhelming and so complicated. So my whole business and gift to women is to simplify to amplify. So simplify the steps to really amplify your look. Yeah. Because that's most of us in this stage of life are really time poor. And if we can get there quickly, know that we're nurturing and nourishing and looking after health of our skin and then applying makeup in five to 10 minutes and maybe Mm. spending an extra 10 when you're going somewhere fancy, Mm -hmm. nail it every time. I hate routine. I really struggle with routine. So having kids was a nasty shock for me. But one thing I think that's helpful in our life right now where it's so mental and the mental load is huge and the day-to-day is insane, we're all trying to do it all, right, and flying by the seat of our pants, to have a skincare routine. Yep. And to have a capsule sort of makeup routine, yeah, it's just two less things for you to be oh, worrying yes. about. It's yeah. a huge relief. Five products, five minutes, bish, bash, bosh, you're done with mm. great confidence. And then you can use your lippy, as you girls are so great at doing. I love that about you. Aww. Is using a bright or vibrant lippy. And yeah. now I know I can hear you all saying, but I don't like vibrant lippy. Lots of ladies don't. Yeah, yeah. And there's still a lipstick that may not just be the nudist of nude that might have a touch of peach or a touch mm. of apricot, a touch of pink that just lifts your complexion. Yeah. Oh, we never finished that train of thought about redness in skin. No. I've just realised. <laughs> it's just yeah, gonna... brilliant. Let's pop back there. And that translucency in your skin. Mm. I can't really remember where we were going, but counteracting redness, was that where we were going with Yeah, that? we talked about the why, but I don't think we talked about the counteracting. Yeah, so using a little bit of your lightweight liquid foundation or making your own BB cream or yeah. BB cream or tinted moisturiser yep. will just help with counteracting some of that redness. We were talking about women blush 
and whether blush yes. was something that women Does get that frightened. accentuate when yes. you have the redness? That was the train of thought. Yes. See, we uh, get back. To well that. done. Well <laughs> done. <laughs> Takes me a while, but we get there. Yeah. And yes, a lot of ladies are frightened of blush because of the hot flushes or hot flashes, depending on what country you're in. But when you counteract that redness with a touch of it doesn't have to be foundation tinted moisturiser, let's say, BB cream foundation. You're counteracting the redness where you don't want it. And then your blush, you're bringing back that vibrancy and life to your skin where you want it. Yes. Mm. Which is high up on your cheekbone. Come and do the course to learn how. Mm. <laughs> but it's just high on your cheekbone. And it's the same with a bit of lippy. It's I think we get scared or women are frightened of drawing too much attention to themselves over a certain age. Yeah. Some confident women wear vibrant and bright lipstick. But vibrant and bright lipstick can also give the illusion of confidence. And it's taking us right back to the beginning of conversation where we were saying, when you're feeling and looking confident, that gets fed back to you from others. Mm, yeah. So use a little bit of vibrant lippy. Try it, experiment with it. Even if you maybe try a stain rather than a full coverage lipstick, mm -hmm. Yep. try it. See how you go because it mm. lifts your complexion that is becoming a little more translucent yep. and a little less less vibrant. Yeah. A little yeah. dull. Yeah. I'm gonna say dull. Yeah. And they're not my words. That's what yep. women are yep. saying to Feedback. me. Yeah, no, look, I couldn't agree more about the bright lipstick. It's something that I apart from when I was a flight attendant with Emirates and we had to wear red mm. lipstick. Outside of that, I wasn't ever really a major bright lipstick wearer, but I have been embracing it more. And now I hardly ever leave the house without a bright lipstick. I love it's it. I, when I was younger, I used to wear bright lipsticks all the time. And then I went through a really light phase and then I would mm. put a bright lipstick on and then wipe it off going, no. Yeah. I think it might've even just been my internal confidence. I felt a bit like a female impersonator when I'd put put it yeah. on. Mm. But now I love it again. Yeah. And I think cycle. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it might I, be I love what it. you were saying, the confidence. You just didn't mm. feel inside what you were projecting. Yeah. And sometimes and you might feel overdone, but now I don't care. I think I don't give a 50. If I want to wear this bright lipstick, off I go. Absolutely. Mm. And it's the quickest swiftest way to look like you got your shit together. It's the quickest, swiftest way to really lift your complexion, mm. to look like you've made a massive effort when it's taken you five seconds. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there are a lot of things to love about a vibrant lipstick. Now, mm. is there some, I'm sure there is, some t ticks and tricks, <laughs> tips and tricks in the course, any advice on the lips that start to bleed a little bit as we get older? Yeah, absolutely. Look, that's yeah. a huge challenge. Mm. And what is exacerbating it for a lot of women, like I've never really been, a, I've never been a smoker. Lots of women I know have never been smoking, mm. smokers. It's just a genetic predisposition to have more cracks, but really it's linked to estrogen drop. So ah. a lot of estrogen receptors are in that mouth area. I never knew. Fun mm. fact. But this is why you feel like your lips are getting smaller and shrinking a little bit because of that estrogen drop. You're losing volume from mm. the estrogen receptors depleting. Yes. Right? So ain't much we can do about that right? It mm. is a tricky one, the cracked lip line. So there's a couple of things. Lip liner 
Absolutely. If you've never been someone that's used lip liner, now mm. is the time to use it. I've circled back to that just recently. Yeah, mm. because it's a waxy formula and it can help prevent that lipstick bleed. There's another product which is actually like a clear waxy lip pencil. We sell it in the online shop, the Amanda mm-hmm. Ramsey online shop, that also helps to just fill those cracks a little bit so that when you put mm. pop your lippy on it's not bleeding straight away into awesome. the cracks yeah so either a clear sort of waxy lip pencil all the way around the vermilion border of your lips and then line your lips look I'm giving it all today no, there's always not? more there's <laughs> all more there's so much and I can't help myself that line your lips with the perfect sort of nude lip pencil first and you can ever so slightly overdraw your lips. Now, I'm not suggesting a Kardashian-style no. overdraw. When you look really close, and I challenge all of you listeners to give this a go, have a look really closely in your 10 times mirror because that's what you need when you're losing your eyesight. <laughs> Grab your 10 times mirror. They're illegal until you lose your eyesight, yes. right? Leave them on the shelves for us, ladies. Yes. <laughs> And look really closely at your lip line and you'll see that there's almost like a whitish, paler border outside Mm -hmm. your what you're currently probably lining. Yes. So there is a little more space, girls. Yes. So you can line that. Line that with the the perfect nude Mm. and that will help prevent the lipstick bleed but also Mm. give more fullness, the illusion of more fullness in your lips. What a great tip. I'm so excited. I'd like one of them. So excited. And do my makeup again. I'm going to get a nude lip liner. Yeah. Yeah. And then get everyone needs one. Yeah. Essential piece of kit Mm. and then get your vibrant lipstick or whatever lipstick, pop that on and then use a lip pencil just to define and mm. sharpen up your cupid's yes. bow. Okay. There's your lippy Brilliant. tips. Don't the other thing about lippy girls is I do I don't like rules. I think I mentioned that yeah. before, but I know women do like to be told what to do sometimes. Matte lipsticks can be a little flattening mm-hmm. and a little aging in my opinion, because we are, because of that estrogen job mm-hmm. and we're losing fullness and volume around the mouth and lip area, a little bit of even a satin finish, a little bit of shine on your lips gives mm-hmm. the illusion of plumper fuller lips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so if I've got some matte favourites, which I might have, yeah. even just a little <clears throat> kiss of gloss on top. Yes. Yeah. Great. Awesome. How many good tips were there in there? Oh, my gosh. There's a whole Love lot it. of gold just in those last couple of minutes, just about the lips. I think that Let alone everything else. I know, they're absolutely amazing. Amanda, I have one more quick question for you before we head into our wrap-up question because, unfortunately, we're running out of time, and that is that you mentioned how beneficial a bronzer is, but for me, a bronzer is a powder, but we should try to do our liquid. You need to get onto Instagram because there's plenty of cream bronzers around now. So is that what we're looking for instead, a cream bronzer? No. No. Okay. All right. Thank <laughs> I get off the gram, ladies. Get off the gram. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're a hoot. My God, I delivered that so much confidence. You look at Aragon. Yes, and Amanda's just shaking her head yeah, at the now. two of us going, absolutely Leave not. the makeup to the master. Mm, tell me. Okay, what we're not doing is using a setting powder to all over our face to set our makeup. Because it will sit in that cling yeah. to the dryness and right up. Yep. We can still use a powder bronzer that has 
maybe isn't completely flat or completely matte. It has just a little bit of light reflecting quality to it. And because we're placing bronzer where the sun would naturally kiss us, you want that little bit of extra glow. Bronzers are formulated slightly differently. We're not putting them all over our face, a la something about Mary. What was her name? Oh, oh. yes. Yeah, Cameron Diaz. You know, Magda. 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 I got yeah. a fake tan once and I looked exactly like Magda. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're just using a bit of bronzer strategically to help really bring dimension and shape back into our faces. And what okay. I mean by that is a lot of us lose volume <laughs> around the sort of cheek and jowl yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. And get a little fuller under the old chin. Yes. Mm. I'm talking about myself no, as well. I'm, I'm, and me. Yes. And so bronzer is a really neat tool to just swoosh a little bit of that along your jawline and down onto your neck to right. give the illusion of a little more shape okay. through that area. And so, no, you are allowed to use okay, thank you. a powder bronzer. Amanda said and I could. I'm yeah, not yeah, against a cream. Mm. I'm not against a cream bronzer. Yeah. But I do think it's really easy to get it wrong. Yeah. Which is why I go, like you know, I tread carefully. Yep. It's really easy to get it wrong. I, I I fully embrace a bit of Bobby Brown's philosophy. She has been long been an amazing mentor of mine. She has never contoured a face in her life. Wow. Because we're just uniquely beautiful exactly as we are. Mm. And yeah. Let's just stop trying to have the things that we don't have and let's really look at what do we love about ourselves? What do we really like about ourselves? Just find even if it's one thing. So mm-hmm. I might go, mm. Mel, high cheekbones. Let's really amplify high ch- your high cheekbones. Mm-hmm. You've got beautiful Trish, beautiful full lips. So go with amplifying the full lip. So Mm. find the thing that you love about yourself. Focus less on the things you don't like and the things that you're trying to change Mm. and Mm. really look at what you do love and amplify and enhance those. Oh, that is so beautiful. Beautifully answered. I love Mm. it. Absolutely love it. So that segues to our final question, to our wrap-up question. And time flies when you're having fun and you're into the topic and it's just so interesting. I've so many questions flying around my head, but Mm. I'm just going to... Yeah, I know. Maybe another time. (laughs) Exactly. come back one day. I think that you're probably going to find this question quite easy. And that is, if you could go back in time, what would the 50-year-old Amanda tell her 20-year-old self? Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. let go of what other people think of you. So powerful. simple as that. I that, know. That really that is it in a nutshell. It is right now something that I'm work, like really mm. working through and I think back to who that girl that was 20 and mm. thought she was fat and yeah. didn't didn't quite fit the traditional aesthetic growing up in that and time I, we had Alison Bray and Elle McPherson. Come mm. on. So yeah, really letting go of what other people think of her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Love yeah. that. Yeah, same. I think we all take that on board then and now. <clears throat> Agreed. Mm. So that's it from us today. There will be links in our show notes to today's awesome guest, Amanda Ramsey, including her website and socials and also link to her masterclasses. That way you can access her lucky you. Don't forget to stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram at Don't Give a 50 or email us at hello at don'tgiveafifty.com.au. And if you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to discuss, go to our website, don'tgiveafifty.com. 
www.fortunatetribe.com.au. And remember to sign up to be part of our 50ish tribe while you're there. Also, very importantly, please continue to rate and review our podcast. And thank you to those who have already done so. Remember, gorgeous 50ishers, life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome, regardless of age. And living and aging is an absolute privilege. And just being awesome is our right. Absolutely. And thank you, Amanda. And thank if you, you Amanda. Are like me and on the Instagram, just go to Amanda's Makeup Tips. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. That's our age bracket. We're no Lizzo. Our skin's different. <laughs> we don't need Thank to you know, have young so skin. much for yeah. having me. It's oh, so fun. I could sit here and talk to you all day. Who yeah. doesn't love to hear about me? Oh, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come oh, on. Yeah. It's yes. the best. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Maybe one day we could do a thing where we get the guests to ask some questions. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, ladies. Thanks Shine. for having me. It's a pleasure. Shine bright. Shine bright. <laughs> So I'm, I'm all over Harry. Oh, no. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.